Welcome to our Panini. This is Saratova Best. Parshas Chayesara. This is to the Shluchim. This is the revolution. This is the Sicha that speaks about the revolution in Shluchim. Now, you could say, um, and in fact, even here in the Sicha, it speaks about every single Jew is a Shliach. So it's a revolution for every single Jew in the world. Because at this moment in Tavshin and Beis, um, there were all the Shluchim from all over the world. And... Um, and as the Rebbe was saying, they've come from all, all corners of the world. And one of the things we need to do is figure out what we're doing here. Why did people leave their positions of shlichus and come to, come to 770? Why did they all come together? Just to get a break? No. So once everybody came together, then we need to know what we came together for. So the same thing you could say, any time Jews get together, women get together, what we need to figure out is um, what we're doing here. Why did we get together? What is the aside, what is the top kid of our shlichus, which that means, in a way, everybody? And what is the chidush that is at this moment? So, of course, we, we know the standard of what it says, but let's just see for a second how, how, how the Rebbe built it up. Because the fact is, every single Jew was a shliach. I'm a shliach to serve Hashem. And then, more specifically, there are the formal shluchim. And there's an akuda, there's an akuda that is, is general to all shlichas. And from time to time, thank you, thank you. From time to time, there's a chiddush in the shlichus. And this chiddush that happens to, happens, well, it didn't happen to have come around now. It is the gateway through which everything goes up. And not only that, it's a general chiddush, which is not just another piece, another detail of the shlichus, but it is the most fundamental part of all shlichus and the most fundamental part of all of Yiddishkeit. So it's interesting that 5,752 years to come to the point where the shlichus is finally about the basics. The shlichus was always about, we were always here to what is the basic, the most basic, fundamental, ground, uh, foundational nukuda, foundational point of all of Yiddishkeit is, Preparation of Chanelabias Mashiach Tukenu to be Makabu Pene Mashiach Tukenu Bepoil Mamash. That was always what Yiddishkeit was about. From the second that Hashem created the world, and even before, when He said, Let there be light, etc., the Spirit of Hashem was hovering over the water in the Spirit of Mashiach, it was always about Bias Mashiach. But it, so what's the difference now? Okay, so what's the difference now? What was the difference? What, why make um, a point of it 30 years ago if this is basic Yiddishkeit for all of history? Why make a point of it? I guess you could say that it came to the point, the moment in history where this now becomes externally on the outside, not on the inside on the outside, the most fundamental point. That means 
you know, the inside moved to the outside. Before that, you know, what were we here to do? To do Torah mitzvahs. And Yiddishkeit was about making the world, cleaning the world up enough to, you know, like if, if somebody asks you if you might shever brachas in your house, but you need to first clean it up, right? And you need to get it in order enough so that you could do these shever brachas, right? You need to clean it up. So imagine that it takes you, so, um, somebody asks you, could you do shever brachas? And you say, well, I do need about five years to clean up the house. Let's say, right? At the end of five years, you say, it's finally done. I decluttered, I this, I that, I made a space. I know somebody actually that talked about making a space to do different kinds of work for years. And finally, she just moved to Israel and gave her the five just gave up all her junk and moved to Israel and said, you know, I'll just do it in a new place. I'll just throw away all my junk. And she just couldn't pull it together to make a space. So we spent 5,752 years making a space, cleaning up the world enough so that we could now just go straight into Yemaisa Mashiach. So, that's it. Finally, the cleaning job is done at that moment. So now the basic, it's not so much a chiddush. The, the, the chiddush isn't, oh, wow, Yiddishkeit is about Mashiach. That was not a chiddush. The chiddush is we can finally focus on uh, something other than cleaning, which is now entertaining Mashiach, making Shevra Brachas for Mashiach, in a sense. Yeah? Okay, so then here you have to ask yourself, if you're a shliach or you're one of us, you know, an informal shliach, then what do we do differently? And as the Rebbe says, according to the testimony of the Friedrich Rebbe Kala Kala Kitsin, and we've already done tshuva, which was in Parshas Nayach, and we've even polished the buttons, and we're standing ready for Kabbalah Spani Mashiach to, res- to accept Mashiach. So here is the question. Here we all are together, and that means we're going to take this from formal shluchin to ourselves. Anytime you're sitting together, either with yourself, all your ten kachas and nefesh, or with others, you want to ask yourself, what are we here for? Right? What are we here for? Excuse me. So says the Rebbe, we're here to come up with achlatas and to do them about how... In other words, oh, wow, that's amazing. So I spent 5,752 years cleaning up, but now it's clean. So I can't keep on cleaning because there's nothing left to clean. So now it's time to do the Shevra Brachas. So then I'll say, uh, I, I, I don't know how to, like, I don't know how to do Shevra Brachas because, you know, 5,752 years of cleaning up the house, I sort of got used to that. I actually, wouldn't know what to do to switch. Right? And that's where the struggle is, that we had a certain, we have all these behavior patterns and these thought patterns about how to live in Gullus, and we got used to them. They're not necessarily functional. They're not necessarily good, but we know how to do them. Um, And now that we're being told, you don't need to do that stuff anymore. You can now move to, you know, 
and welcome Mashiach part, we're like, uh, yeah. <laughs> Where's the mop? Where's the mop? They said, no, 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 no more mops. No more mops? What do I do? You know, you were used to for 5,752 years. You get up every morning, you look for the broom first thing, and then you look for the mop, and then you take the laundry, and, like, you know the routine. And then one morning you get up and they say, you say, where's the mop? And you're desperate. They say, there's no more mop. Oh, no, my, what am I going to do? I need to clean up. They say, there's nothing to clean. It's done. No more mop. No more broom. Uh, I would be panicky. Because I, 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 I don't know what to do without a mop or a broom. I've been doing this for over 5,000 years. So here the Rebbe is saying, you all came together with me to figure out how we knew this, do this new thing. It's, it's not like, okay, so you could use a virtual mop. We're not mopping anymore. We're not sweeping anymore. We're doing something entirely different. We're trying to figure out how to carry out this new shlichus. Make the Sheva Brachas for Mashiach. Kabbalah's Pnei Mashiach Zikini. Make the wedding for Mashiach. So, says, says, and that's for us in our personal lives. Every morning when we get up and we think of the old problems and the old, you know, but this and that, and we go for the old solutions and we realize, and notice that the old solutions are not working. Like an example is, we never felt faced in America food shortages, supply chain problems, uh, etc. Never didn't, never done this one before. So that means if we use the old tools, we never faced no more First Amendment, no more freedom of speech. Never faced that before. This is something new. What fun. And it's overnight. And something else we never faced is you never know from day to day what's going to happen. We're not used to that. We're used to pretty constant stuff. So effectively, we have zero tools for the time we're living in. Does that sound true? We have zero emotional tools for the time we're living in, which is obviously Hashem's Kabbana. He wants us to develop new tools. Going for the mop and trying to, you know, scrounge around for the last mop available in the store isn't what we're supposed to be doing. That's not going to take care of supply chain things or whatever or government corruption or, 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 or big pharma or any of that stuff. It's not going to take care of it. Hashem wants us to develop completely new tools. So here is the template of Parshas Chayesara, of the Rebbe gathering all the shluchim and saying, we are going to develop the new tools right here, right now. So um, first we need to know, if you're shluchim and you're here to be makabal Mashiach, we got to figure out what is a shliach and what is Mashiach. Because if a shliach is here to bring Mashiach or to 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 welcome Mashiach, we've got to figure out what Mashiach is, who Mashiach is, what a shliach is, what does it mean? All of these things are words. We need to take them out of the realm of words and we need to... So... There's a passage, of course, this is famous, Shlach Nabiyatishlach. Maishu Rabbeinu said to Hashem, Hashem, of course, said, okay, go take the Eden out of, out of Mitzrayim, out of slavery. Well, that one works for us, because right now we're going into slavery, aren't we? 
in America or worldwide. Brand new, never been in slavery before. Only read about it in the books on Pesach. But I was eating matzah, so it was okay when I was eating matzah. Never been in slavery before. How fun is that? So all of Gullus Mitzrayim is probably an excellent template for us now because been there, done that, um, it's going to give us tools. So when Hashem... So when... So when Hashem said to Maishu Rabbeinu, go take the Yidden out of slavery, Maishu Rabbeinu said, no, 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 not me. Not me. Not me. Don't do me. Oh. So then whom? So ultimately, I know it's a two-step process. You're going to send me as the first redeemer and Mashiach as the last redeemer. You know what, Hashem? Why don't you just, yeah, just skip me, go right to the end of the story. Why, what's with the two-step process, etc. So, so how is, how is Maishu Rabbeinu asking for that? He's saying the following words, Shlach na biyad tishlach. Shlach na biyad tishlach. That means send Mashiach. Now, last time I checked, I don't hear in the word shlach tishlach that that means in English then Mashiach. Do you hear the word Mashiach in that sentence? No. You do hear the word shlach and tishlach like shaliach. Aha. Uh-huh. So somehow the, the words seem to be referring to a shaliach. And the concept is supposed to refer to Mashiach. Hmm. So then we understand that there's something that... It's got to be that Mashiach is the Shaliach, as it says here. Mashiach has the definition, the Geder, the, I don't know how you say it in English, of, of a Shaliach, Al-Pitar. Mashiach is a Shaliach. And that's why when, when Maish Rabbeinu asks for, says, send Mashiach, he just uses the word Shaliach, Shlach Tishlach. That Hashem should send the Shaliach, Mashiach, as the ultimate Shaliach. So, that's interesting. So, all these shluchim, including you, what's your shluchas? You've been all your life on shluchas to serve Hashem and to illuminate the world. Mashiach is the big shaliyah, so to speak. So, here's the question, of course, and um, kind of a famous question. Um, why did Maishu Rabbeinu use those words? Um, um, he said, go straight to the end, send Mashiach to redeem redeem everybody. So here's the question that we want to ask. You think Maish Rabbeinu didn't know that? That if Hashem wanted a two-step process, there's a reason. I mean, Maish Rabbeinu is Shlemus the Chachma. He's, he's, he understands Tyra better than anybody else. Shlemus of Chachma of Kedusha. Maish Rabbeinu is Shlemus And if he doesn't get the basis, we even know that if Hashem wants to make it a two-step process, then Hashem has a reason. You think Maish Rabbeinu didn't know that? So why is Maish Rabbeinu acting as if, oh, really, I have a better idea. And isn't Maish Rabbeinu the most humble? Aren't we taught in this generation, stop trying to run the world and let Hashem run the world? Yeah? Trust that Hashem knows better than us. So if Maishar Benu 
Doesn't he trust that Hashem knows better than us? Shouldn't Meish Rabbeinu say, okay, sure, instead of, no, 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 do it my way. We're the ones who say, do it my way, because we're not Meish Rabbeinu. But Meish Rabbeinu is supposed to say, it, okay, Hashem, whatever you want. So, obviously, when you see these contradictions in Tyra, some people in the world will say, you see, not everybody's perfect. Tzadikim are not always perfect. We don't say that. We say, there must be another little piece of information there that we're not getting. That, that if, we understood, if we knew that piece of information, it would all fit into place. So what are we not getting here? Maishar Benu knows something, and he's asking for something. And, and since he's asking, it's part of Tyra, it happened. Hashem said, okay, good, I'll do it your way. Hashem saying it's a two-step process. Meishu Rabbeinu saying, no, leave me out. Make it a one-step process. So, what does Hashem do? He says, okay, you asked for a one-step process, I'll do it. Now, how do you do that? That's the riddle. If it's supposed to be first redeemer and the last redeemer, two steps, and Meishu Rabbeinu says, no, 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 one step, one step. Okay? And Hashem says, fine, okay. So, where do you see... What would you do if you were Hashem to, to, if, to do it from two steps to one step? And where do we see it? Making Moshe and Moshe. Right. Maishu Rabbeinu and Mashiach become one piece. Maishu is called officially Maishu Gayalat Rishon and They merge. That's the whole Chiddush of the Rebbe's generation. That's the whole Chiddush of the Dor Hashvi. That everything that used to be two separate things becomes one. Now, the interesting thing is, if you look around and see, after Gimel Tamos, things split. Anything that was one became two. But if you think it's just in the Torah world, it is not. I watched it in the world of healing, in the world of marketing and business, and anything that everybody, there was one sort of opinion, you know, like one channel, one way, one, one shita, in anything... Whatever was one became at least two. Even before Gimel Tom was like, there was one girl's school. There was one girl's school. That was it. And now there are many men, and then there were two, and that received some opposition. And then there were three and four, and now it's perfectly normal to have brand new ones all the time. So there was one, and nobody's allowed to dispute the one. So everything, if you if you follow anything in any in any, I used to watch it even in vitamins in anything, where there was one opinion, it broke into two. You ever see that? Yeah. Right. Essential oils, maybe I don't know. There was probably one one understanding of essential oils, and then they split into two. Everything. No, I know what you're talking about. Right. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> Machlaikas, his chalkos, right. So now, but here the Rebbe is speaking about two becomes one. Hashem wants two, and Maish Rabbeinu says, no, one. So Hashem sent, just leave out number one, the first step. So Hashem says, no, I won't do that. I'll just combine the first one and two into one piece. So there's some, or just drag it out, but Hashem is doing something that, what he's doing, he's taking Something that's unified, like everybody agrees that this is the way to use essential oils. 
And then it was good, but it wasn't solid enough. And you could poke holes in it. So Hashem split it into two, and you have two opinions and two schools of thought. And then eventually, after a lot of stuff, they come together and they become one school of thought, but way more solid and way more true and way more grounded. Yes? Yeah? So this seems to be where we're going from one to two with us, Gimel Tamas. Before Gimel Tamas, everybody was more So Hashem was happy. Right. Right. Because you go from a, a sort of weak one to two to a merging of two into one that's a stronger a stronger one. So now, where are we experiencing the one became two in the most powerful way that we never had before or we didn't have much before? You know where? The United States of America became the divided States of America. You can no longer really call it the USA. It's really now the DSA. And it doesn't look like it's ever going to be the USA again. Now, those the non-Americans don't really the Americans find it very upsetting the non-Americans it's just we don't really care one way or another it, it, it but the United States of America that's their name they don't call England the United England they don't call Canada the United Canada Australia United Australia but United States of America is now the divided states of America one became two 30 years later there's a reason why it's 30 years later whatever the reason is you have to ask Rabbi Weisberg why is 30 years later? Now, I guess on some level that, remember that the United States of America was founded for belief, uh, uh, on the belief in one God, one nation under God, united, liberty, whatever, how do you say it? Any American here? One nation, what do you say in America? One nation under God. What, what's the rest of the sentence? With liberty? One nation under God, indivisible. With liberty and justice for all. Indivisible, with liberty and justice for all, right? Right. So guess what? Liberty is gone. Justice is gone. It's not one nation. And it's not under God. (laughs) All those are gone. So then it it lost its privilege of being one. It's none of those things anymore. As long as it's one, a nation under God, liberty... That's gone. Justice gone. Under God, that's gone. All those things are gone. You can no longer be one nation under God. But it enables, so splitting into two, the left and the right, the Democrats and the Republicans, the, you know, the whatever, and the the medical issue which divides the country, the haves and the have-nots. So I think, so now it's for the purpose of coming together with liberty, real liberty, true liberty, true justice, and um, under God in a true way. So obviously this one is going to, this one became two, and then the two will become one. So the template for all of this is in Parshas Chayesara. We see it, and the interesting thing is, let's just say that it took the Shluchim office 30 years to discover this Sicha. Although this is the this is the key sicha about shlichus, I don't know. It was in a bottom drawer. They 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 didn't notice it for thirty years, and all of a sudden they discovered it in the drawer. And like they're like, we found this amazing sicha. Do you ever hear about it? Uh, yeah, I learned it about sixty five times, like every year three times, you know. But 
It's a big chiddush for them. So that means one became two, and then two is becoming one. This year, everybody's going to be learning this sicha. That's the first year in history that everybody is going to be learning this sicha. So this was the kavanah of Meishur He was saying, shlach nabiyad tishlach. Um, he knew that Hashem will eventually send Mashiach, but he wanted to unify the first Redeemer with the last Redeemer. Now, obviously, the first and last Redeemer carry with them qualities and milas that each one, you know, one has this and the other one has that. And we'll see. Um, yes, my, so who's the first? Meishrebenu. Who's the last? Mashiach. Now, Meishrebenu is from what Shevet? Levi. And Mashiach is from what Shevet? Yehuda. Those are very different shvatim. Okay. So, and Maishra Benu, his main quality is Levi, Shevet Levi, Chachma. They sit and learn. Everybody else is going to work. They're sitting and learning and thinking. Their mile is Chachma. They use their, their power of Chachma. Mashiach's Maila is Malchus, which is at the end. Chachma is at the top. The top is Meishrebein, Chachma. The bottom is Malchus, being a simple receiver. Malchus means, besides kingship, it also means a simple receiver. That's it. A simple servant that just receives from Hashem no sense of self. That's it. Whatever they tell me to do, whatever Hashem tells me to do, I do. Now, you could see that for the process of ge'ula, one without the other isn't going to work so well. A ge'ula in which everybody is just, what you, excuse me, I'm sorry to bring it up, but what you see happening in the world today is klip of malchus. How do I say that? What do they want to make us into? Sheep. Just do what you're told, don't think. We'll make you so much sugar with our convoluted thinking that you'll stop thinking because it'll be too painful. And you'll just do whatever we tell you to do. Stand up, sit down, go here, duh, accept, eh, 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 all these things. They want to make us into sheep. Now, it's not, it's, it's klipa of malchus. Just, just do whatever we tell you, don't think. That's klipa of malchus. What's klipa of chachma? You're a big thinker, but it's mashuga in the thinking. Right? I just, I, ju- I just, I just met a woman in Monticello, a teacher, and she said she teaches like eight-year-olds in a public school, but they made a point of one of the bathrooms. Let's say they have three bathrooms for the school. It's a small school, public school. One of the bathrooms has a big sign, gender fluid students. Kids are eight, eight years old. Gender fluid, eight-year-old kids. And they made a point. If they don't have anybody to use that bathroom, they'll make customers for the bathroom. That's called Chachma de Klipa. A lot of thinking. They think into it a lot. It's Meshuggah and thinking. Besides being Meshuggah, it's unholy. Who cares if it's Meshuggah? It's unholy. Unholy thinking. They think a lot. It's unholy thinking. So we could see that just being a sheep, just being a follower, you got to know who to follow. So you need a brain. You need Chachma. You need to know who to follow. Uh, well, 
I don't understand. The president told me to do this, so I just did it because I just want to be a simple follower. But you need to have a brain. You need to think, wait a minute, right? So you, you need to do that. On the other hand, if you're just mind and no um, – this was the problem of Shaul Amelech, great mind. So when he was told to do a simple act that, of um, – getting rid of a Amalek and all the, the animals and all the people in Amalek. And, Sh- and Shmuel and Nabi came along and said, Shoal, wh- what, do I, what, do I, what do I hear in the background? Sound of animals. I told you to get rid of all the animals. And Shoal and Melech said, oh, well, I thought, I thought that it would be a good idea to keep them. And Shmuel said, I told you not to think. Hashem said, don't think, just do. And he lost the kingship. Right? So if you just think without the humility to know when to just do, it's not going to work. If you have just Chachma, you could come up with some wrong thinking. And even within Klal Yisrael, Shalom Melech, a great, you know, a great Sadiq, his thinking was off. So it needs to be in this perfect balance of holy Chachma, holy Malchus, holy humility. Does that sound true? Yeah, let me watch you. But fill yourself with that. Fill yourself up with that. So we'll end with this. That right. So as we're saying, the the we went. Hashem had. Right, Hashem wanted two redeemers, two parts of the redemption, two energies in the redemption, and the Nakuda here is that when we're talking about Mashiach and Shlichus, and we are all Shluchim, what we are going to experience is a merging of two opposites. So when you look at anything in the world, you think, well, should I do that or that? Everything today is becoming a merging of two opposites. And we say... Right. And revealing Mashiach is also about revealing the Mashiach within everyone. So may we find ourselves in a solid unity of Gael Rishon, Gael Achron, First Redeemer, Last Redeemer, all those qualities, as the Rebbe says at the end of the Sikha. Every Jew should be a Mashpia and a Makabal. Mashpia is Meishur he gives you all the thoughts. He sets the, the, the template of the thoughts. And the Makabal is Mashiach. And so every Jew needs to be a union of those two, those two energies. Just like the first Redeemer and the last Redeemer become united, you have the first Redeemer in you, and you have the last Redeemer in you, the, excuse me, the energy of Chachma and Malchus in you. And by uniting those two in the best balance possible of being the ultimate giver and the ultimate receiver in one brand new to the union that never existed before. Right. So with this, you usher in the Gula Mitzvah Shlema, and before this Kinesa Shluchim, we should have it and find it immediately now. Amen.